Last week, Muriel took us up on the top of a mountain to spend some time hearing what Jesus tells us about the burdens that we carry. And I don't know about you, but just looking at how beautiful a place that was and seeing the grasses blow in the wind behind her lifted my burdens a little, at least the ones that I choose to carry. But maybe that was part of Jesus speaking good news to us. So this day, I thought I would take you to the field across the road from our house. This year, you can see it's planted with soybeans. And last year, it was wheat, which likely means that next year, it will be row after row of corn. This week, our great teacher has a parable for us. It's the parable of the sower, one of the most well-known parables in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And it's a story that is so complex in its meaning. It's a story that Jesus first told to his disciples after he had been trying to prepare them for this mission that he sends them out on. A mission to bring healing to people, a mission to cast out demons, and a mission, most of all, to bring good news to people. So instead of a mountaintop, here we are in the midst of this field. And as we think about the story and the how and the where, we picture the sower who planted seeds from their hands, scattering the seeds wherever they would fall, letting them go where they would. Now, they didn't have the modern farm equipment that we do nowadays that can put seeds in such a precise spot, row after row. But you think about the time in Jesus's day where a sower would scatter seed like that. It was probably a pretty efficient and effective way to plant such a large field. And as we hear from the story, some of that seed fell among the path, the hard trampled on path, and it was eaten up by the birds. And some of the seeds fell among the rocky ground. And it would spring up, but with no room, it would quickly die. And then some of the seeds fell among the thorns where it was choked out. And then last, we hear about how some of that seed falls into good soil where it is filled with rich nutrients and it grows and it produces this amazing harvest. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Now Jesus goes on to explain this parable to the disciples about how the seeds that fall on the path that has been trampled on are kind of like the times in our lives when God's good news is not able to, to be heard or received by us because we've been so beaten down or walked on or trampled on by situations in life. And so it doesn't really take root about how the times in our lives when God's good news falls into our lives and we receive it with great joy and enthusiasm, but then immediately what happens is something unexpected, something challenging, something hard comes our way that we have to deal with. And we can't hold on to that joy of the good news we once had. And then sometimes the seed that falls among the thorns are those situations in our lives where it is so choked out by 
the things in our lives that are always seeking center stage within us, whether it be the cares of the world or wealth or success, that that good news doesn't even have a chance to add its full blessing in our lives. But then that seed that falls into good soil that is able to be nurtured and blessed and tended and cared for and worked throughout the years is are all of those things that are able to continue to bless us and allow us to bless those around us. And as I think about my life, it is so easy to think of all of the situations in my life when God's good news has fallen on the path or among the rocks or in the thorny places. It's so easy to think about those times in life. But then I also can see the ways in which seeds have fallen into this good soil, about the ways in which the people around me have nurtured it and cared for it and worked to, to help it grow and have constantly added to it so that it can grow deep and be strong. All of these things helps us to get at what Jesus might be trying to say to us in our story for today. Now I have to be completely honest with you. I am not a gardener by any means. I hardly remember to water the plants in our house, but I do know a few people who are gardeners and I learned so much from them. And the first question that I asked them was what makes for good soil? And what I learned is that soil is far too complex to be summed up as good or bad. Soil needs to be worked and tended over time and given a variety of organic material like vegetable peels and eggshells and coffee grounds, all things to help it to become nutrient rich. I also learned that there is a lot to soil like structure and density and pH balance that you have to understand so that you know what to plant. And sometimes, sometimes soil might not work so well for one type of plant, but might in fact be perfect for a certain type of tree to grow and thrive in. And while the practical part of me always questions this sort of unplanned, free-throwing way of the sower's planting to scatter seed wherever they go. What I also love about that image is that the sower is always planting seeds wherever they are, wherever they go, and in great abundance with no fear that they are wasting any of their seed and with great hope that every seed will in fact grow. And their work, it is never done. You ever feel like you waste your time? Maybe you feel like you waste your time and worry about things that sometimes never even happen. Maybe you feel like you waste your time in trying to make the right decision. Maybe you feel like you waste your time in thinking about or talking about something instead of what you, the time that you could spend in just doing it. What is it that you feel like you have wasted your time on? When in reality, you could have just done it. You could have 
just sow the seeds. You could have just picked out the work of tending and nurturing soil to reveal the good things. Through this parable, though we can surely see God or Jesus as the sower who scatters that seed among us and within us, I think part of Jesus' plan for the disciples and for all of us is that we would take up that bag and begin to sow seeds ourselves, to scatter them wherever we are, however we can. And while we might have the tendency to worry about wasting either our time or the seeds that we have been entrusted with, God's approach is always to scatter life abundantly and graciously with the hope that something will grow, that something will take root, and that it will begin to thrive and flourish. And even sometimes in the places or among the circumstances where we would normally have thought it would have been a waste of And that no time spent planting is time wasted in God's eyes. You and I, though, are still pretty new when it comes to this whole sowing thing. And if you find yourself ever needing a little bit more of a plan or an intentional way to use your time, that's okay. So long as you're focused on the seeds that you are planting. As long as you are focused on the soil that you are tending to, to find ways to do your best to nurture it and to help it to become rich with nutrients and blessings for the people around you. And to pray that the seeds that you plant will grow and thrive and flourish, even if you don't see it for yourself. So here's the plan for the week to come. Begin with the prayer that we sing in our heart. Lord, let my heart be good soil. Help me to not be afraid to scatter seeds in the bag that you have given to me. Seeds of love and compassion, kindness, mercy, forgiveness, and grace. Because all of those things are good news Good news that is meant to be received and shared and scattered. Even in the most random, unplanned of ways. Because when we do, it's never a waste of time.